the Red Rum Theater, episode 50, yo! Oh, snap! We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five! All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite, that is... Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. Now, most weeks, we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. But today is different. Today is our 50th episode spectacular. Today marks one year of the Red Rum Theater. Dope! What, when Tony and I first started doing this, he said, we'll do it for one year and see how it goes. So it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. It's been... As we go off into the sunset. <laughs> joking. <laughs> Check you later, Bill and Ted. I just can't find my glands. <laughs> <laughs> for our special one anniversary today, we're going to do an all Q&A podcast. In, in the middle of this... We have an incredible, huge announcement for you. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> so we have questions lined up. We're going to get to as many as we can in a lot of amount of time. We not, you know how we, ha- how we roll. We might just go off on tangents and never make it. We're going to do two questions, dude. <laughs> so here we – well, you know what? Before we get to questions, let's go ahead and go on, on the history of our podcast. Um, Really, this kind of started for me thinking about this podcast when our sister visited us. Our sister came from Texas. Our sister, okay, it's, our life is like a movie. Fair, Tony? What? Yes. So we never knew our father growing up, and we found him when we were like 34. I was 29. Okay, I was 31. 34. This motherfucker. <laughs> You're the most dramatic dude I ever met in my life. What are you talking 34 about? 34 is last year, fool. Oh, dang. Dude, this is like <laughs> Lena was a baby. Or Nesta, little Nesta wasn't even here yet. You're right. It was like the the apartment in you Fenton. Were at, you were in Fenton, yeah. So we find our father and we find our sisters who we never really knew. They knew us. We didn't know them. We had, I mean, we knew that we had some out there, but we didn't know like their faces. I mean, it was it was it was ghost memories in our heads. Yep. Now, so our sister comes to visit us, and we enjoy her and our, our brother-in-law and have a great time. But they couldn't believe. They'd hang out with us, and we'd just take it. Poor, I, I felt so bad for them, because we would go off. They would say one thing, and we'd go off, and we'd forget what we were even talking about. <laughs> we just riff on movies back and forth, and we really enjoyed it. Now, I've always been a lover of podcasts. You weren't. You didn't know what a podcast was, did you? No. I just listened to talk radio. <laughs> right. So I've always loved podcasts. Which now, I love podcasts. It's, it's a great, as a truck driver, it's great Too for bad you. Joe Rogan's got an awesome podcast. I listen to David like, Chuck it, podcast. Is it an hour Mike long? Podcast. Joe, Which one? Uh, Rogan. Is he hour Man, that fool's like five hours, dude. I just listen to stuff off once Facebook. A, is it once a week? or? I have no idea. I just listen to the clips on Facebook. Right. He, Henry he, will send me something else. Yeah. There's, I, listen, I probably have on my phone probably 20 podcasts I listen to on a regular basis. On the regular yeah, me and Tony, I think if we got on, on, on air and started doing stuff, it would be awesome. And so as we did Red Rum, it just kind of built from that. And as we, we I had a microphone. <laughs> we bought another one, and, and we're off the races. And um, we started with no advertising budget. We, 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 we still ain't got no advertising budget. <laughs> what are you talking about? And we just started. Friends told friends who told friends. And here we are from 10 listeners an episode. And we're up above 300 an episode, 
and it's, be, it's between 300 and 1,000. Our stats aren't great because we don't really have a good um, way to measure it because we're so many different, different platforms. But it's been awesome. So today we're doing Q&A questions. People have been sending them in on email, on Facebook, all over the place. So we chose 10 of the best questions, and here we go. Question number one. A new movie called The Brothers is debuting soon. It is based on the lives of Ernesto and Tony. Which actors would, would play you in the biopic? So, Tony, who plays you in this movie? Who plays movie? you? I know who plays you. I got you, Tony. Do you know who plays you? Will Smith? <laughs> no, dude. Dude. Danny Trejo? No. Damn. Dude, you're Michael Pena, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, you are a, a, a mix between the Ant-Man Michael Pena and the end of Watch Michael Pena. True story. <laughs> dude, he would eat perfect. Oh, her dad was a freak. <laughs> <laughs> he, dude, do you remember when me, you, and Henry went and watched we, End of Watch? We couldn't believe it. We were All three of us were crying. Dude, it, it, and we're the loudest guys. They were laughing. Dude, it was not just a great movie. It was like... Real life, bro. It was three Michael Pena's together <laughs> in a stinking theater of all white people. So if you're Michael Pena, I think I'm going to be. <laughs> well, let me guess. Hold on. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I'm just playing, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of an amazing actor because you're so. Everything you do in life is so dramatic in a good way. Like, for instance, we worked at Aldo's. <laughs> So we had this manager. You ended up being a manager, but before you were a manager, Mike Struckman was your manager. The man, dude. The, Mike I Struckman? mean, he was, he was probably the coolest person I've ever met in my life. Struckman's so awesome. You know what he did? What? He said help support my novel I just wrote. Are you serious? That's how awesome he is, Listen, dude. this dude took me to my first Weezer concert, bro. This dude gave me confidence to talk to girls for the first time. This dude sang... Bare naked ladies with you at a church talent show, and he hates God. <laughs> <laughs> I think we won that thing. And too. then I I took Andrea, and she was wearing a green dress. And then he goes, "But not a real green dress. That's ugly." And she almost started crying. And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> he is literally the coolest guy I've ever met in my life. And he okay, listen. So just like us, Mike's a bigger, bigger dude. He's a big dude, but he was like, his always game had his game is so strong. He only had to fly girls on his arms, dude, he, dude. I mean, dime pieces, bro. And he was just like, and he was telling them to hit the rocks, dude. You're like, it was what? crazy. He introduced me to Adam Sandler's first uh, cassette tape. Oh, the shampoo bottle up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. So <laughs> we're just kissing so, this guy's okay. butt. <laughs> man, let's not start sucking each other's dicks yet, fellas. <laughs> What's that from? I can hear him say it. Pulp Fiction, dude. You got to give me a second, Listen, dude. we have to get to these questions, so I'm not going <laughs> to give you a second. So let me finish my story about Struckman and you being super dramatic. Right. So Ernesto, <laughs> for some reason, little you love the little things in life, dude. Like me, like the McRib when it comes out. Like, it's oh, unbelievable. Shoot. So you loved to take the trash out at the end of the night in the middle of winter right after you would put fresh water in the sinks. Fresh, warm, nice water. Right. So you'd run outside with your T-shirt on, do all the trash, break down all the boxes, and you come back in, and then you dunk to your biceps, uh, your arms, in the water. I didn't work there yet. And so they told me the story that when you were out there, they put scalding hot water in the sink. And then you come running in, and you're like, 
Like, and he dunk your arms in there. And Struckman goes, and then he just held his arms up to the heavens and was like, <laughs> So he tells me this whole story, right? We're dying. Talking shit about you. Laughing. I think you were in college. We're laughing. Our ass. Oh, that's all this, this, this. Little did I know this <laughs> Put scolding hot water in my sinks, dude. So I came running in. And I didn't realize they were all standing back. Just watch me. And I literally dunked my arms in and out like so fast. But I did like, oh, mother. And like, as soon as I turned around, Struggle was already hugging me because he felt so bad, dude. He totally got me with the way he got you. That's awesome, dude. I was so, I was like, I can't believe I just fell for that, dude. Okay. Ah! (laughs) I can just picture you. Why? As far as visual goes. I'd probably the most like a young, what's his name? George Lopez. That's, that's, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. But acting wise, dramatically. You're, you're the George Lopez from Ski Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how they got him thrown in jail in that one? No. They called the police. He, he was at uh, the, the, the store that all the ski patrollers would go to buy the groceries or whatever. And they p- plant a bunch of stuff in his bag. And they call me, uh, excuse me, police. Yeah, there's a uh, brown man here at the store. And I think he's shoplifting. <laughs> and so, like, all these cops show up because this brown guy is in a ski resort town, dude. <laughs> was that the movie where they'd always take that drunk guy and, and like, he always is drunk and passing out. They'd, like, do something and wake him no, up. No, no, he was a short tiny guy they get him drunk and stuff but every yeah. time he pass out they do something yes. and they, they, he wanted to be taller so remember they kept giving him these pills they say they they work they work <laughs> so they were changing the the marks on his wall so he would think he was taller <laughs> so then one day he wakes up and he's like enormous but they don't realize he doesn't realize that they stuck him in one of the little houses <laughs> on one of the the um <laughs> the displays with the little elf houses, dude. And he breaks out the top like, ah! <laughs> and they're all dying. Dude, Ski Patrol, Ski Patrol was a, awesome, dude. What a pull that is, dude. <laughs> so I would say, so visually, Lopez, but dramatically, dramatically, I'm going to be something different. He say Morales. <laughs> if I leave... I his, did this to me! If I leave Hispanic world, I leave the Hispanic world, it's, if, I, if I go to a, to a white guy, it's got to be... Robin Williams? No, not Robin, dude. Hey, listen, anybody who says Robin Williams couldn't do drama is an idiot. He's incredible. Incredible, dude. I think something's some bombastic, dramatic... You know what I'm going to think? Philip Seymour? I was thinking Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's dude. It's a good one, bro. Listen. So, so Philip Seymour, we got... So <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman and George Lopez have sex. <laughs> <laughs> 36 years later, we got the biopic of Ernesto. (laughs) Done and done. Question number... I'm smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Question number two. Have you ever been in the midst of a conversation and been busted by the other person for quoting a movie without actually admitting you were quoting the movie? Yes, but I can't think of one. Let me think of one. I got one. I know I've been busted. Back when I was courting Angie, dude, so so I, I'd write her, I'd call her, and we always had long distance relationship. I was in Chicago in school; she was up in the tree farm up in uh, Thumb, Michigan, and so sometimes I'd call her, and I was, and, and after she finally like said, you know, I'm your girl, 
And so it was, it was on a Dunkin' Kong, dude. I cared about her. She knew I cared about her. So I was flirting with her like crazy. I always sing this song to her. I always, I always be like, I want to kiss you all over. <laughs> and over How and did again. you watch Mr. Deeds with her? Um, that's not Mr. Deeds. That's thinking, that's thinking Billy Madison. That's Happy Gilmore. Oh, my bad, my bad. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, um, Happy Gilmore. So she's never seen any Adam Sandler movies in her life. So one day. Happy's a good one, though. So I read Happy to watch it. So oh, we watch idiot. it. And, it's, and we've been married for five years, dude. It's been like those days of the flirting and the singing was all over, dude. And uh, how long you been married now? Fourteen years, dude. What? How many times has she busted you now, dude? It, so the movie's so, oh, it's on the beginning when that scene happens because another girl leaves him <laughs> and the old lady. I love your finger paintings. <laughs> so, dude, he starts singing the song and she just looks over at me, dude. Dang. She you're goes like, and you and you show her the ring. I'm like, I already got it, baby. <laughs> she goes. This, that came from a movie? I'm like, oh, babe. She's saying, I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean Dude, that. Another one I got her on. The day after we got engaged, we're, we're at her church, dude. And the, the worship band is finishing up. We're sitting down. Preacher preacher doing announcements for the preacher's preaches. And um, I, I, I just, I ran on a napkin. Or I ran on a little thing we have. I was like, is your dad a meat burglar? <laughs> it's from the ladies' man. I was like, is your dad a meat burglar? She's like, no. And she looks at me like, what? And I was like, because you're hiding a couple hands under that dress. <laughs> you did not say that to your wife. <laughs> dude, she started laughing, but she couldn't laugh because we're in the middle of the church, dude. You wrote that to her? And it was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. I've been busted a couple times saying lines that were not mine, mostly by her. Well, yeah, because they were all for her. You, That's what I'm saying, dude. See the f- I know I've used Forrest Gump lines. I mean, I've used so many lines on girls. Um, man, I've used lines from songs too, dude. I'll use lines when I'm when I'm like preaching, and they'll be from a movie. They're in my I catch head. every one of them, dude. And I, I don't even know why I do it sometimes. Sometimes you do it, and I'm like, that is not a church movie, dude. <laughs> dude, it's like a, not even a good scene. No. Dude, I once was doing a talk for junior hires, and someone raised their hand. And what were they asking? They're like, I, I, I was, I was uh, like talking about crucifixion, how the Romans crucified all these people. I'm like, why is it crucified like 400 guys on the one road? And he's like, not. I, and someone goes, so he's like, 400? I'm like, in, in a, a row? row? <laughs> No one knows, but if someone knew it, I'd be in real trouble, mm-hmm. dude. Real trouble. Um, Dang. <laughs> dude. But uh, I love quoting movies. Without, and I, I, it's the best. I'll throw it out and I'll wait for someone to see if they catch it. Because I want to see if anyone in the room is with me. I have very, there's very few people. You know what's crazy? Henry. He's great. He is. He surpri- with, he's surprising, dude. He can hang with you like nobody's business. It's crazy, dude. Like when we did the Wilderness Girls thing. That fool knew, like, all the lines afterward. I was like, holy crap, dude. He's good. Real good. Okay, question number three. What is your favorite show you're watching right now? Damn. What do you got, Tony? You know what? Stranger Things hasn't started yet, so I'll tell you what my favorite. I know know what it is. Not even a close second. This is you going home, preparing to watch the show. I'm telling you, I take a – I light a candle. (laughs) 
I got my Bluetooth speaker, hot shower. I might even shave in the middle of the week for this one, dude. <laughs> then I'll trim my beard. Pop some popcorn? No, I don't even pop popcorn, dude. Really? No. I can't have any noise affecting the lines. Wow. Make some Kool-Aid, boy. And I wouldn't even put ice in it because I don't, can't even crunch. I got to hear every. There, there's a lot of times where I literally rewind it because I missed something. This is us. <laughs> it's the best thing. I've, I am so weird. Like, I am like Cro-Magnon truck driver, dude. Yes. Like, man's man. I mean. Like, road rage. Be the guy on the side of the road. Road rage. Enjoying the finer things in life. Like, just admiring a beautiful woman. I mean, man's man's man stuff. UFC pay-per-views. Legit. I got, I mean, This Is Us hurts so good. And I have to watch it alone, dude. Because I just let us feel it all, bro. Like, feel it all, dude. Dude. Oh, the phone's off. I'll tell a fine woman texting me, talk to me at 10.05. And if I don't have to be at work early, I'll text you back. I mean, This Is Us will literally take Everything, and I'll just lay down, grab that pillow, dude. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe that just got married. <laughs> How's the new season been so far? It's more more emotionally draining than the first one, bro. Unbelievable. And you Sylvester said, Stallone was just on the last episode. How is that? That's, dude, that's a brilliant move. Stallone, I'm like, I want to watch the show And now. Stallone was awesome. He drops knowledge on this dude. That is so un like the guy the the guy has got a twin sister, and their dad died when they were young. Okay, and he's a huge part of their life still. He and the, and the the brother does not want to face that his dad's dead, and doesn't want to feel any of it. And um, meanwhile, his twin sister feels every bit of it. So she's his assistant on the set. She tells Stallone, "Hey, I just want you to know that my dad was your biggest fan." And that, I mean, we can we can quote the whole Rocky movie. I mean, you. I just wanted to thank you for making his days better when he had a bad day. He would always put a movie on, and he's and Sylvester Stallone tells him, tells her, "Once you bring your dad to the set, you know, I, I'd love him to be my guest, you know, and meet him." Blah blah. And she says, "Well, he died when we were young." <laughs> so he brings it up to the guy that he's doing the movie with, and he's like, "Oh, you know, um, the, it's uh, it happened when I was young. You know, it was a long time ago. You know." It, I don't Try really to play it off again. Yeah, yeah. And so Stone says, you know what? I don't believe that, man. He goes, I think about my kids. And I think about, it was just yesterday they were wearing this outfit. Or it was just yesterday this happened. You know, it just seemed like yesterday. He goes, I don't buy that time excuse for a second. Because it's all, you know, love. And it's all your life. You know, and he's just like, and let's do, let's, let's go do this one for your dad. You know, like, and it was like, holy shit. <laughs> Damn, I'm coming to Texas in, in two weeks, Dad. Oh. <laughs> Take me fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is us is the best show ever, bro. I might watch because you don't get me started on Randall. That's uh, Randall is us. <sighs> Dang it, it's crazy, dude. So my show that I'm enjoying the most right now, you're gonna be you're gonna be furious. Rick and Morty. It's not Rick and Morty. You're gonna be furious though, Tony. Is it a Marvel show? Nope. Better not be Walking Dead. That monk jumped. It's a show shark. been off the been off the air for twenty years. West Wing. 
No. I like West Wing, no. You love West Wing. Oh, like every other night, my wife and I sit down, we watch, put turn this on, and we love life, dude. I'm watching. Generation. I'm watching Third Generation. Yes. Star Trek. Is it awesome? It's so good. Is it on Netflix? Netflix. <gasps> Next Generation on Netflix. I'm watching the whole, I've watched for episode one. What was the dark haired girl's name? Deanna Troy. Is her body as incredible as I remember? <laughs> <laughs> Man, she had a she had wore that uniform, boy. My wife said to me, she goes, Deanna's the only girl that wears a like a, a skin tight onesie. You're like, oh, I didn't notice, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was wearing overalls. <laughs> Dude, I, I like Dwarf, Data, <laughs> Riker. Like all these Riker guys. is a sexy beast, bro. Dude. He's a man's man, dude. It's I'm watching and every episode I'm like I'm sorry, but I prefer Picard to Kirk. I do, dude. Picard <laughs> is my captain. Picard is my he he's the one I met. Oh, Captain, my captain. He's the one I met. My mom introduced me to him. And I and dude, you you watch the, the, the series grow around those characters. Next generation, I'm I'm working my way with the whole I'm series. I'm gonna start it. And I love how many it. Episodes, dude. How many seasons did they have? It's like seven seasons. Dang, Gina. I'm, episode, I'm season four right now. And I'm like two episodes a week is all I get because I don't watch a lot of TV. How how long are the episodes? 45, 50 minutes. It's a lot of TV, dude. But dude, Data is so, what a Data's great amazing. actor he is. And Joey LaForge sticking reading Rainbow Style, I know, dude. dude. It's a with good, the white eyes and all kinds of actors. I love show Worf, up. dude. Dude, Worf. Too bad Q was the best villain of all time, dude. It it's a great show, dude. Just an intellectual villain, bro. And I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, question number four. It's a hard one. So many of us were raised by 80s movies. This generation is being raised by different movies. Being our generation is better off or worse off than this new generation being raised on modern film. New generation is worse as hell. Now, why do you say that? Well, it doesn't really matter because this, this new generation is remaking all the old stuff because they ain't got no original ideas. No, but dude, we grew up tough. I mean... I'm going to say, listen, you got kids' movies from when we were kids. We didn't get offended by shit. Ninja Turtles is a kid's movie, but there's real loss, there's real pain, there's real stakes. Modern kid's movies are stupid. Everybody gets a trophy for participating nowadays. It's soft. It's, it's, dude, look at Lion King. Lion King, I mean, Mufasa, when I was like, Oof. It, it gut punched Dang, the, bro. Dude, and nowadays, dude, it's everyone, it's every, everyone's a friend, everyone. I mean, it's Bambi's mom got, got stinking smoked. Dude, like. Old Yeller, listen, kid. Dude, tie oh. the dog to the tree. You gotta kill that fool. You kill it yourself. And you gotta kill him because I've been cleaning up that dog's. <laughs> you're supposed to clean up that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta shoot him in his ass. <laughs> Plug that. <laughs> so, I think we're better off, but I don't know. Who knows? Dude, it's a tough question. Being younger or uh, having the eighties, nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do too. Okay, so now easier question number five. Favorite all-time trilogy. Now, there's only a few in the running. In the running of the Star Wars original trilogy. Yes. The original Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones trilogy. Back to the future trilogies in the trilogy. The Toy Story trilogies. Up oh. Some would argue Lord of the Rings. I say no. Boo Radley. Some would say Matrix. Boo Radley. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Matrix 1. Listen, I'll tell you right now. If John Wick 3 comes out and it touches 1 and 2... By far, best trilogy all time. Dude, I've had... One and two are so incredible. Even if they make a Back to the Future 3, 
it's the best of all time. Because I, I did like Back to Future 3, but it was kind of like... It's the weakest of the three by yeah, far. It's, I it's mean, easily if, the if it came out 3, 2, 1, it'd be the best okay. of all time. So, I'm definitely not Back to the Future being my favorite. No. I think the movies, they, 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 the, the quality dips as it goes forward. Godfather 2, but... Three's whack, two's three's two. Three is whack, dude. It's whacked a Monday. The dude. first half hour is decent, but then it just goes off. The, well, that's because is it Sunny in it, or is it part two? That's two. Okay, three. That girl, terrible actress girl, ruins the whole movie. Coppola, Sofia Coppola burns that movie down, and she's so awful, dude. Man, I, I wonder what it, it's got to be like to live in a world where your last name gives you anything you want. Splagetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to work with you guys, man. I'm gonna. I'm with it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about Trump, right? No. Hey. So, um, I'm I'm not Lord of the Rings. I think the last. I think I, think I never movies. even watched Lord I of the Rings. Like, I didn't like the movie, so I love the book so much. Um, man. Star Wars is a good trilogy. It's up there, man. It's a great trilogy, dude. Indiana Jones, one and three, I love. Two's a little weird. I know my favorite trilogy, bro. What do you got, dude? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? You got to you do yours first. I'm going to annoy the crap out of you, dude. That's like when you say, you can eat that bacon? Uh, I ordered it, didn't <laughs> I? Okay, here's my favorite, dude. And you listen... A few times, I thought, I thought, dude, that the Nolan Batman would be the one. But three, I did not like it. With Bane? With Bane. It should have been amazing. It should have been great. First of all, I hated the girl in it. Hated it. She's, she sucks so the bad. The resolution sucked. How it ended? The ending was terrible. whack alicious. They dude. ruined Gordon. Oh, man. The bat wouldn't have gotten that. It, it, I didn't like how they did anything. Like, Alfred I, turned into a sniveling pee dog. And thinking Alfred would never have left Bruce. Hell no. In part one, what does he say? He's like, haven't given up on me yet. Have, have, haven't given up on me yet, have you? Never. Like, and he says it with so much emotion. Yeah. I get misty eyed. That was a good Michael Caine, Caine dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. The, he says it to him, and it's very much like, I'm not, I'm not giving up on you. I'm not. And I was like, if he wouldn't give up on him, he wouldn't leave him, no. dude. He'd be that's his son. That's his boy. That is his boy, dude. He wouldn't have left him. So I didn't like three undid the sacrifices of part two. I didn't like the movie at all from a writing standpoint. So maybe it was the Joker? No, sorry, three. Three. I was gonna say you what? what? Three undoes two. Yes. Because Batman takes the hit to save the city. He sacrifices himself for the good of the I'm the the hero Gotham needs. Like it's it's awesome. Yeah. And the, 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 and ends. Dark Knight comes up. You're like, because he was the White Knight. He's the dog. Oh, it's, it's such yes, good writing. Yes. I didn't even catch it the whole movie. That the guy could catch this just now. <laughs> I didn't catch the whole movie. He's saying the White Knight of Gotham over and over again. They're saying the idea and realize. Oh, this it's is a Dark Knight. Ah. But um. Better than M Knight. Ah. Hey! <laughs> we'll see. And we will see, dude. That, he might undo oh, his shoot. If glass is good, that's gonna be a trilogy. That if glass is good, oh my good, cause dude, Unbreakable's my jam. Yeah, but Split is incredible. Split was great. Split just erased the last like ten years of what this idiot has done. It it erased the last three films he's done, dude. 
That's one for the running. That one and Wick could be. Wick, those two, so it's two for the running. But for me, the one that stands right now is my go-to trilogy. You're going to blow your mind, dude, and you're going to be annoyed. Better not be Robocop. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Come three barely had Robocop in it. Dang. Um, it's the Matrix, dude. Gross! Tony? With that big old stanky orgy they had. Like, what the heck is going on? Listen, listen, listen. I know that was crazy and weird. I'm just telling you. That part one was so incredible. Okay, listen, I loved two and three. Philosophically, that was the first. because you went to college. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first postmodern film I ever saw. It, it literally, I watched it. I'm like, because I'm going to see the end. He's like, why do you get up? Why do you bother? Is it love? Is it, he asked all the questions, like, what philosophy? Bill, there's greatness in both those, part two and three. Speaking of postmodern, bro, um, Book of Eli was on the other day. There's some insanely amazing scenes in that. Yes, there is. So for me, I know people hate two and three. I enjoy how they turn, like the philosophical implications of the film. Two was on the verge of whackness. Three was better. Three is much more. So that's that's where I'm at. That I, I, I I'm Matrix. That's what I, that's where I stand, dude. People are gonna be cursing my name over this. No, they'll probably curse mine more. What do you got? Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah! This sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> dude. That's a great trilogy, dude. You know, it was crazy. It's, that movie gave us Bruce Campbell, and forever, he's our, he's our friend. He's our boy, dude. Ash yeah. is one of our favorite protagonists. I, I'm telling you, watch Ash vs. Evil I, Dead Season 2. Oh, I gotta see this show. You will die. Have you seen Season 1? Episode one, and it was incredible. So you're telling me you haven't seen? Oh, my I, it's not on the channels I own. It's called Family Video. You get the best <laughs> microwave popcorn you've ever had in your life while you're renting those movies, dude. Evil Dead is, dude. I'm telling you, the chain, the, the evil in his hand changes. That's one of the craziest I've seen in my life, dude. The 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 scene that did it for me in part two was when. He's been through, he killed his girlfriend, killed his sister. I mean, he's gone through hell. And he's by himself. He's sitting in this demon-possessed cabin. And the book next, the lamp next to him starts laughing. The deer head turns, looks at him, starts laughing. The lamp starts laughing. All the books on the shelves are laughing. And what is it, what can he do at that point? He starts cracking up because he starts losing his mind, dude. It's crazy. It's amazing. You're like, what is happening? Like, you are losing your mind with him. It's amazing, dude. He is like a drunk, perverted, <laughs> average Joe superhero. And it's, it's incredible. It's great, dude. Oh. He's like, he's like a pre-Deadpool almost, dude. I would go that far, dude. <laughs> okay. I do love Ryan Reynolds. So, take a break in the midst of our questions. To make the big announcement. Go ahead. It's all you. We have five questions coming up after this, but we have an announcement right now. Here it is. Tony and I have put forth our own money to make this thing go. We pay for the domain name, the web hosting. We've done a few marketing uh, tasks to see how things work. We bought a mic. We buy on headphones. We put money forth. We, we rent movies every single week. Or we buy movies because like some movies, we can't take it fun. Like arachnophobia, Tony, DVD don't have it. Netflix, the DVD does not have it. We've got to buy it again. So what? I just bought the last one. We'll buy this one too. I'm saying. Care. I'm saying, I'm probably legitimately. I'm. I'm. I'm probably six hundred dollars into this podcast so far. 
probably $45. <laughs> I know, because I don't like asking you for the money, dude, because uh, you're a hardworking man, dude. But uh, Ask me for the money, dude. But um, it's time to say, you know what? We want to keep doing the podcast. And I've had people tell me, how can we be involved? We love the show. And honestly, as a podcast lover, there's a few podcasts I listen to every single week, and I give money to my favorite shows to keep those shows going. It, it's the new medium, the new media. So here's what we're doing. Today we launch Red Rum Theater patron page. What does that mean? You can. We're going to provide this show for free for anyone Patron, who wants it. I thought that was tequila, dude. Patron. Patron. Um, <laughs> it's just, the show's free forever. It's We've free. we got one hour left of Friday the 13th, dude, so make it quick. So for, the show's I got free. got beers to drink, boy. The show's free forever. But let's say you love this show. Let's say the show's a part of your life. You enjoy every single week. You, 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 like, I want to make this show better. I want to give a little bit of cash. A little, it's just make, like Spotify. You get it for free, but if you want real good Spotify... $10 a month. So if you want to give five bucks a month, which is like basically $1.25 an episode. Um, if you give five bucks, so this is what we're doing. As a, as, 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 a, as a you become part of the brain trust. And the brain trust, if, you're, if you give five bucks a month, we'll send an email every single month to the brain trust. And the brain trust votes on week four movie. Every week four of every month is going to be the patron pick. You guys get a chance to choose the movie we're going to do every single month. Now, are they suggesting the movie, or are we giving them a list of movies? They, we give them a list of movies. They pick one. Well, then that's not really... They should offer listen, a movie. Listen, listen, Here it is. Listen. So that's $5. You get a vote, okay? If you want to give $10, you can be part of the writer's room. And these are the guys who help pick the movies. Oh! The writer's room is going to be a, a monthly Google Hangout. You can hang out with Tony and I as we plan the month, plan the, you know, plan the next month coming up. You can throw ideas to the movies you want to see voted on. The writer's room has influence you to help direct the show. For 10 bucks, you're helping to make the show. And you can't, this is not a subscription. This is you saying, I believe in this program. I believe in this product. I want to make it better. I'm given to make this thing move. For 10 bucks, you're in the writer's room. You get a vote every single month, and you get to be in the writer's room choosing the movies you vote on. And as we talk nonsense about nonsense live on Google Hangout. You. For 20 bucks a month. Now, most, oh. of you, most of you guys are going to do this, but some of, you might, some of you super fans might want this. For 20 bucks a month, you leave the writer's room, you become part of the cast. If you're part of the cast, you get a special cast t-shirt designed just for the cast, Red Rum Theater. Not only that, you take part in our Red Rum Originals, which means when we do this month, Illegal Aliens, do we do the radio show preview? We would send you the script, you record your lines, and you'd be part of this radio broadcast we create. That's awesome. And we would tell everybody you're in it. We would, your name will be live on an infamy as one of the voices, characters in a Red Room original. We're going to do Red Room original every single month. A movie we make up, we're going to need actors and scripts to be done. You get to be a part of that at least once a quarter. So if you want to be part of the cast, awesome. Now, the next tier most people are going to do, 50 bucks costs an executive producer. This is for someone who has lots of money, wants to see their show get better quickly. Executive producer gets a special crew t-shirt. There's so they invoke writer's room crew t-shirt. And because you're a producer, you get to automatically just say, I want this movie to be ordered on every month. 
No writer's room. You get a say. You get like a, a UN veto style. Like, I want you to put stinking, um <laughs> the Untouchables on the list. You put it on every month until someone votes it in. Whatever you want to do. we do Untouchables? No, we haven't done Untouchables oh, man, yet. That's a bad movie, boy. Yes, it is. And for $100, and no one's going to do this one, but if someone was crazy and wanted to do it, you'd be the guest star. You'd, get, you'd vote, get writer's room, pistol cast t-shirt, and you'd come on an episode of, you'd say, I want to do this movie with you guys. We do your favorite movie with you. After the show, you, so you're on air with us. We have a great time at the show. We take you to the best burger joint in Flint, the Torch Burger. Show you a great time in our city. Might even do a couple shots with Tony. Oh, shoot. And you got to get here. I can't pay for your flight or nothing like that. But if you want to, to hang out with us, that's what, that's what it is. So starting today, we open up the patron. How do you get there? We'll put the patron page on our Facebook and Twitter. We'll also, there's a link on our website, redroomtheater.com. You go there, there's a link saying support our show. Click there. You can sign up to be a... Um, be a patron of the Red Rum Theater. Help us make our show better. Now, how does the show get better? Well, we have some goals. We have some rewards trying to hit. For example, when we raise 50 bucks a month, so we're already there. We already have something good five bucks a month, so we're already, we're already a you know, fifth of the way there. When we have 50 bucks a month in, in giving donations, we will open the Red Rum online store. We will, That's going to be dope. Dude, we will put shirts We got to get bumper stickers. Bumper stickers, t-shirts. We'll, we'll release a new product every single quarter. And so if you want to buy something, we'll... We, we, we and for my, for my homies out there, like Zach Davis and Brad, I mean, and Marcellus, I'm going to try to get the Red Rum trucker hat in the next year. Oh, yeah. So if we have 10 people... Who say I'm gonna make this show better, and you get five bucks. Five bucks is the, really the, the minimum. You say I'm gonna. Get, we have ten guys giving five bucks. We have fifty bucks. Open Red Rum, Red Rum online store. There'll be a new product every single quarter. New T-shirts, new hats, and me and Tony already have four teacher ideas. They need to be designed. They are awesome. Awesome. They are awesome. Let's say we get a hundred bucks. Let's say we we raise a hundred dollars a month. People start giving and believe in the show. We hundred bucks a month. When we start making a hundred dollars a month, we unlock the next goal. That's buying Antonio a drop machine. Dang, Gina. So you can push buttons and have real movie quotes and movie lines. It will add... I'm going to be like Fred Norris from Howard Stern Show. It's going to add mayhem to our show. Uh, it's going to be great. If we uh, get to 250, we will, add, we will add to our show the weekly live tweet, which means we will live tweet the movie of the week every Thursday at 9 p.m. for your viewing and watching with us pleasure. If we get to $500 a month, when if that, we get bad, that big, we actually 500 bucks a month coming in, we will buy a soundboard, extra mics, and we will start calling and trying to get actual Hollywood guests to come on our show and seeking. We kind of know people in case anybody so wanted to know. It would, take, it would take money to do that. My though. boy Tony Swansea lives in L.A. I got some boys that are writers in you, L.A. You got... Harmon in Chicago. I mean, we got. Fr I mean, we got Jeff Johnson in New York City. We got friends in places, man. And we we'll probably get like the we we'll probably get the B level actors. Like we get the guy from Killer Clowns out of space to come on our I show. I would die, dude. dude. I so would die. Fun. I would die. But we gotta have the money to pay yeah, for those guys to come on. So if we get five hundred, we'll have special guests come on. Bye. If we ever hit a thousand, which is a it's a dream. If we hit a thousand dollars a month. You know what we do? 
we would add an extra month episode just for you guys. And we, what we do, extra episode would be of a modern film. It'd be of a movie coming out that, that would month. be dope. We need to go see a movie. We'd come right here to record afterwards and do modern films every single month. That would be dope. It'd be awesome. We could have done it like crazy, dude. Could have done end of watch. Oh, so when you decide to be part a patron of the Red Room, Red Room Theater, you make the show better. You're helping us to do things we can't do because we have no money. And honestly, the money we're gonna make, we're not gonna just take the meat. It's it's being recirculated, is what it is. We're gonna, we're gonna advertise. We're trying to make the show better, bigger, better, and do cooler things. We're, it's gonna be reinvested in the show. So for those who love Red Room Theater. I encourage you, a dollar episode, you can vote on the patron pick every month. It's going to be great. So It's going to be May. So let's finish our questions for the night, dude. Let's see what we got here. Question number six. Here we go. What is the greatest book-to-movie adaptation you've ever seen? Greatest book-to-movie. What do you got, Tony? There's some good ones, dude. Yeah, but I don't know them like you. I think you have at least one. It? The book's kind of is not as good as the movie. There are parts. I'm like, with you. The end, like, the move, the book. We will, we will see the, in two years. The book structure is not as good as the movie structure. The book goes back and forth like crazy. I don't like it. Past to I future. I don't like it. Or past and to present. There's, there's times when you don't know where you're at. It's out of control. It's dude. too fast. It's nuts. The breaking it into kids and adults, like the, the movie or the TV and the movie it is up there for me too, but you know my I, I even like more than that as a as an adaptation. Of Mice and Men. Mice and Men is good. Too bad that was amazing. I might say Fight Club. Never read it. That book wasn't good, dude. Really? And that movie is the movie's spectacular. It's so good. It's crazy good. So I'm gonna say either it or Fight Club for me, dude. For best movie I've ever seen turned into a because the the books were so good they actually were better than the movie. That's uh, that's insane. It, I enjoyed more as a movie than a book. There were parts of the book I loved, getting to know those characters, but the structure of the novel, I did not like. So there you go. Have you ever walked out of a movie? The closest I was, I know you have. What, what movie you almost walk out of? The closest I was, was because, number one, they should never make a sequel of a movie that is a, just an instant <sighs> cult classic. Dang it, you're right. I went and seen Boondock Saints 2. It was that And bad. it was so bad. Oh! Me and Brent Doak did walk out. No way! Yes, we did. We walked out. You got up and left. Left. It was, it, they tried to turn it into a comedy. And it was just them doing stupid tricks. Like, like you know, it was like one long Vine video. It was just so dumb, dude. I can't believe it. It was so bad. Like, part one was so unbelievable. It came out of nowhere. That part two, it should have never happened. I walked out of Boondock Saints, All Saints Day. I walked out of Batman and Robin. I, you, you walked out once it showed their butts. <laughs> like, it's so stupid, dude. I sat there. I couldn't believe it. I walked out when Robin was, you know, when the girl was... Motorcycle racing with that biker gang that we're in all like the, the the glowy neon colors. And I'm like, what am I watching? It was, just, it was horrible. It was unwatchable. I've tried to, my my wife and I tried to watch it recently and, try, try to, and it's terrible. It's a terrible film. Walked out of Batman and Robin, dude. 
question number eight. Worst ending of a movie you've ever seen? It. <laughs> the first it. The first it's bad. It, 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 it builds up to this incredible cave scene, and it's just like a big spider. <laughs> and yeah, if you take the two scariest things in the world and put them in the same movie, they cancel each other out. There you go. To just a pile of shit. My, I know it's recent, but dude, I hate it. I hate it. Garden State? La La Land. Never watched it. Dude, the end of that movie, the movie has an arc. You're following the arc of the movie. I'm, I'm all in. I'm watching. I'm like, this movie's legit. I love it. Hold my wife's, I'm holding my wife's hand because it's romantic and sweet. And the movie goes off the freaking rails, dude. It was so awful. My wife let go of my hand. Oh! It just cooled the whole room down like, like, thinking, love isn't possible, follow the money, be a whore. I'm like, what the crap am I watching? I hated that ending. Hated. That sucks. It, it made me angry. Garden State is a close second. Garden State ended, I got up and left the theater because I was so angry I just watched that movie. Yeah, just settle. Just settle. Who cares? Come Truth on. doesn't matter. I'll just settle. <laughs> I loved it all the way up to that. Dude, all the way. The cutest thing I've ever seen was when Natalie Portman said, okay, if I am not having a good time and it's time to leave, I'm going to tug on my ear. And his buddy shoots the arrow up in the air. Dude. And they're running around and they're like, this thing's going to land somewhere, dude. And then it lands in the ground and it doesn't hit anybody, but then... She gives him that look, and she just starts tugging her ear, <laughs> it's, dude. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's really Plus, funny. it's Natalie Portman, dude. Dude, poor girl's got to wear that helmet, dude. Oh. <laughs> why does she got to wear that helmet? I forgot why. I don't remember. I did something to do with her condition. Though. Right, right. Um, so, question number nine. Favorite director of all time? I want to say Tarantino, man. He's stinking good, dude. He's so good. I mean, Pulp. Inglorious Reservoir. <sighs> he didn't direct, but he had a big part in True Romance. He wrote True Romance. He wrote. Yeah. And that, that's one of our favorites. Man, um, Django, man. Do you think Tarantino's your guy? <sighs> right now, yes. Let me think. Okay. I'd like to say Spielberg. I'd like to say. But, but Spielberg's I, up there, he's man. He's up there. But I think for me, my number one go to are the Coen brothers. Oh, oh, Wes Anderson too, man. I mean, that's great for me. It's Wes Anderson and Quentin. Yeah, choose one because Wes gets me though, man, with his he, music, dude. The the um ensemble he puts together, like um, Darjeeling will forever be cemented with us, dude. Who uses music better, Wes or Quentin? Wes. You think so? Yes. Even though Quentin had stinking Aerosmith and. Soundgarden and oh man, it may change tomorrow. But Wes Anderson's my guy. Okay, I'm Coen Brothers, dude. You, what We're you, modern what dudes. Do you, what do you think of the new movie? Wes, Wes Anderson new movie? Yeah, I'm gonna watch the crap out of it. Yeah, I don't understand it from the preview. I'm still gonna watch the crap out of it because I trust him. I didn't understand the Fantastic Mr. Fox either, but it was one of my favorites. I, I love that. Movie. It's, it's amazing. George Clooney's voice. Oh my goodness, who was the girl? I don't remember who the girl was. Man, that movie was fantastic. Wasn't Schwartzman the kid? Schwartzman was the the, the overachieving uh, cousin came to live with them. Oh my dude, that movie is unbelievable. And his son hates him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he spits at him. Dude. <laughs> okay. Who's the mom? 
Mom! I can't, I can't remember, dude. I cannot remember. Um, so, is there a movie? Question number 10. Is there a movie that a best friend, girlfriend, must like or you won't be their friend? Is there a movie that's so important to you that if someone in your crew hates it, you write them off? That's a good one. <laughs> I have one. I literally, not for best friend, for me, it's a, it was a girlfriend. I was talking to a girl. Um, I, was, I was out of college. I think it was for summer or something. And I started talking to a girl. We're hanging out a little bit. And uh, she's a pretty girl. It was really enjoyable. We talked. I told her to watch Life is Beautiful. Okay. We went out on a date. Oh, told her to watch Life is Beautiful. that movie. So she went and watched it. She came back. And she's like, I didn't like it. She said, I didn't like it. And I was like, what? She's like, I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. I thought he, I didn't like him. I didn't like the movie. <laughs> so literally I got one like, listen, okay, go ahead. I never called her again and like literally I saw her the next break I was hoping, six months later back in college and I see her at a get together at a, an apartment somewhere and she, she's with another guy she's got a new boyfriend but she comes over down, and I'm, I'm, I'm literally me and JR are sitting together and I'm reading a part of Lord of the Rings to, we're talking about some favorite parts of the book and everyone's gathered listening to me read and uh, it's a real fun time. And, and so <laughs> we're crazy. <laughs> man, you guys are wild, bro. <laughs> and so, one time, we stayed up way past midnight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she, so, everyone's, so everyone's there, quiet. I finished reading. Great passage. She just goes, Ernesto, what happened? Like, I mean, there's people around. And she got a boyfriend with her and everything. Yeah, he's in the kitchen. And we're Ooh. over the living room. And, uh, and we're at some apartment. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, we were having a good time, and you never called me again. Was what this at Moody? No, this is here in, this is, it was, it was in Clarkston. Oh, man. And I'm like, do you really want to know? She's like, I want to know. I'm like, you didn't like Life is Beautiful. And some of the women were like, what the crap did you just say? And she looked at me like, you didn't call me over a movie? I'm like, not just a movie. I'm like, that guy is what I'm going to be as a man who loves love. And if you don't like him, you can't like me. And I got up and left. And she was seriously hurt. Like, blew her off. She didn't like a movie. But that, that matters to me, dude. Listen, dude. I thought I was going to marry this girl. <laughs> she was so... She had an incredible job. I mean, beautiful girl. And, like, was so into me, it was scary. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I showed her... Robin Big, and she was like, I always wonder what kind of people like this stuff. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, well, f you. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a movie, though. What's the movie? And there is a scene. Speaking of Wes Anderson. Oh, shoot. The Life Aquatic is like my Wes Anderson. It's movie. your movie. I mean, and the scene when Owen Wilson dies and the Jaguar shark shows yep. up. And they go down in the submarine and it says capacity like four or something. And they're all in there. Yep. And Bill Murray sees them. And um, his wife's like, are we safe in here? And he's like, probably not. And he says, 
I wonder if they're talking about how beautiful the shark is. Yeah. And that it's so huge. It's like four times bigger than the submarine, but it's just swimming around them. And Bill Murray says, I wonder if he remembers me. And starts crying. And everybody puts their hands on him. That's one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen in my life, dude. If you're watching that movie and she starts texting somebody, she's out. Dude, I brought a girl to see a band that I love, and she was texting the whole time. There's no way, dude. And I was like, when we leave, keep looking at your phone when you cross the street. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but I, I'm, like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Tell that bitch to be cool. <laughs> I'm like, that, I mean, we're in a different time, dude. You're, I, I will literally put my phone on silent, either leave it in the car or put it in my pocket. And then, I mean, if I'm out with a girl, I mean, if you're out with me and I'm on my phone, I don't care that much. Dude, when I go with my wife, I give my phone to her to present her purse so I, I, I can be just present with her. Because the phone distracts you so much. Yeah, but you're a pastor, dude. Everybody and their mother are texting you. Literally. <laughs> are getting a hold of you, dude. <laughs> I just people mad because I was dumb kid. <laughs> but, uh, um, so those are our 10 questions, dude. That was good questions, man. Great questions. Thank you. So, every, so next year, episode 100, do the same thing. It'll be great. Next year when I got the, the drops and we got the trucker hats. Oh, dude. We can do it, guys. I, I want to say, again, you're making us rich, dude. 50 bucks a month does not make us rich. No. You're, you're making the show. You're buying us coffee. You're, buy, you're making our show able to survive. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. We need 10 people giving 5 bucks a month, and we'll open up the online Red Rum store. I hope to see it happen in the next few weeks. I, I'm pumped to see it play. So next week we're back in a horror month. What's our movie next week, dude? I don't know why this is in the <laughs> horror month, but if you knew about how you too, just not as extreme as me. Yeah. If you knew about how much we hate spiders, this is a horror movie. Heck yes, it this is. This is a horror movie with our boy Jeff Daniels, dude. And Goodman is a, a amazing. In Goodman's this. great. So we're doing arachnophobia next week. Arachnophobia. But dude. I gotta give a, I gotta give a shout out to my guys real quick. Okay. I got a whole group of guys. Legit. We put together this this uh, this big uh, group text with a bunch of the homies that you know. A lot of the guys moved off to different states. You know, and we're just, it's it's and these guys all were Wes Anderson freaks. I mean, four of these guys for Halloween were Team Sisu. It was amazing. No, they we had were. outfits and everything. Dude. That's really funny. <laughs> so, of course, my man Jake Vodster. Uh, Adam Davis, Steve Ball, a.k.a. Weenie, my boy, my main man Shane, Matt Walsh, Josh Frost, Derek Boers, Drew, Roger, Roger out there in Colorado, him and Drew out in Colorado, and, and just recently got back in touch with Josh Thompson, who uh, lives in stinking Minnesota now. Holy cow. We're all, we're all talking. Like, they all listen to the podcast now, dude. And no sometimes way. we'll group text about the podcast. And it's awesome. And just, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, if there's one thing that this podcast does for us, making us think about the 80s and 90s movies and growing up, it just it makes you realize what really good friends are. Oh, dude. And like the times. I mean, we, I mean, we just got in touch with Chris Johnson, dude. I mean, it's just crazy. And like, I'm doing the, the Smells Like Flannel thing. And yep. I mean, how many people have you, did you see at the show that- you, It was awesome. Un, but I mean, just shout out to my boys in the group text. Thank you for the support. Um, Matt Walsh, his wife was in labor- and 
the only thing that could calm her down was our podcast. I mean, just hear, hearing stuff like that, it's crazy. And um, just uh, shout out to you guys and hope to see you guys on the Patreon. Oh! Hey! <laughs> but, uh, nothing but love, guys. Keep listening to the podcast. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week. Yes, next week. Arachnophobia! It's going to make you look under your toilet seat every time you go to take a every shit. Every time. And you're going to check your shower. Dude. It's crazy, dude. Twitter, at Red Room Theater, at Ernesto Alanis. At Chico Love 24. Fa- like a Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Red Room Theater. What is this, Micro Machines, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got you on Times 2 on accident on the podcast. I didn't realize it. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace out in the Middle East out. At the Red Room Theater. <laughs>